Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Guest Thursday, and uh, Kathy, we have a special guest again. Uh, we have Joel and Christina Gunn from San Antonio, Texas. So uh, fun to see you guys again. They've been on the uh, been on the podcast before, and uh, we missed you guys at the uh, leader retreat where you had a great experience over there in Tuscany. And uh, yeah, great, I don't rub it in. <laughs> great, great, great material on uh, living the grand life. So we'll have. Uh, chance to have you guys guys were suffering for jesus in tuscany (laughs) somebody's got to do it it's always always hard duty (laughs) we know one thing is we ate really well (laughs) we ate our way through tuscany is what we did (laughs) truly so uh uh maybe for you guys to share a little bit uh just to bring everybody up to speed on you know what exactly you're doing right now and a little bit about your uh life there in San Antonio, family, marriage, et cetera. And then we'll uh, talk about some things about God's will. And, and I know you've experienced things in the supernatural. We'd love for you to share. So, Yeah, absolutely. So um, what have we been up to? A little bit of everything. For those that don't know us, uh, Christina and I both tend to be entrepreneurs. Uh, we tend to have a lot of things going on at once, and we love it that way. Uh, but we also try to keep a balance in life and, and keep healthy um, in that regard of, not giving all of our time to every little thing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I am a C12 chair. That kind of is my primary interest in life at the moment and uh, for the foreseeable future. So I work with C- Christian CEOs and business owners and our our tagline is building great businesses for a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got some investment things that, that we have going on the side, mostly around real estate, um, we're active, very active in our church and uh, do a number of things there. We could go on and on, but um, been uh, been a good season of life right now. I, you know, they we're going to be celebrating 36 years of marriage next month. Wow. Um, congratulations. Yeah, about three, three weeks or so from now. Uh, you know, I used to think it was mushy when I'd hear uh, older people say marriage just keeps getting better you know, as we get older. <laughs> And it actually is. It actually is. I think we love each other more today than when we first married, if mm. that's possible. So, uh, and uh, we attribute a lot of that to what we learned in the abiding retreats and uh, and the related uh, retreats that we've been to over the last five years or so. Six, yeah. and, and so we're we're always happy to share that, and we often do in in the retreats, but. Christina's uh, got on 20 hats as usual. <laughs> I'm an ex- currently actively executive director of South Texas for Marketplace Chaplains. I have about 22 chaplains underneath, and um, so we're, we're rocking and rolling there. And we're doing Can you great. explain a little bit what that is? Because people may not be fully aware of what Marketplace Chaplains is and so, what a blessing it can be. It is. Thank you. Um, but it, it, we have uh, chaplains in the 
hospitals. We have chaplains in the police department. We have hospice chaplains. Military. This military chaplains is very familiar. People are very familiar with that. Marketplace chaplains is literally that, going into the marketplace, going into places of business, clinics, grocery store, you know, stores, um, the professional, and just mm -hmm. come alongside the owners or the business, um, the people that have hired us to come in and just say, how can we serve your employees? And mm -hmm. it's not just the local reach, it's their employees plus their mother, their aunts, their cousins, and abroad. So we have over 2,000 chaplains nationwide so we're able to tag team other people in different parts of the, the states to say their aunts in the hospital or and so forth. Mm -hmm. So it's it, we come alongside it to be a, a voice that's not the boss, not the supervisor, just to be able to hear them and and feel like they have a, a somewhere they can share a confidential con a conversation based on some something going on at life or even at work, and we keep that confidential. So mm -hmm. that's kind of that in a nutshell. And it's um, it's not a free service, it is a paid service. And so they, um, business owners and have us come in to, yeah. to help with And that. I'll say, you know, Dan has used you guys um, in his company and absolutely the benefits um, he has seen exponentially just in how that has impacted his, his employees, the culture, everything else. So it's a really neat ministry. Just wanted it to, to so highlight that a little bit. 40 years this year and- wow. um, We've been around a little while. Yeah, that's excellent. What else, then, what else you got to, Christina? Oh, uh, well, cleaning, cleaning, <laughs> businesses, businesses. cleaning business is still going great. Uh, real estate is very slow this year. Last year was really great. This year is mm. very, very slow. Done a couple of rentals, but um, people just really navigating their finances and figure out where they can afford, what they can afford. And Especially with the higher interest. It's just it's been a it's been very dry at the moment mm -hmm. so other than that i helped joel here at our current investment right here in connected co-working space yeah and uh family's doing good you, of course uh, since we were on the podcast last a lot of moving parts in the family but I think um oldest oldest son got married in november to kimry so nathan and kimry have been married now about seven months um they Y'all heard some of the stories about the, the what God did to help him get an apartment. What you probably haven't heard is um, how he recently helped Nathan land uh, a dream job. At, at this point in his life, it's it's a, definitely a dream job. So why, why don't uh, you uh, for a minute? Um, I think I think the story of how they got an apartment and your your uh, processing with God through that. Um, I think that would be good actually to reshare that and then talk about his is a dream job because this is you know our topic is uh, god's will and supernatural and those those kind of are hand in hand right there and i think those would be that would be a story about your son would be helpful so maybe go back and talk a little bit about you know their need and then your perspective on that and how god spoke to you and what happened sure love to so um i've always you know as nathan was growing up he was my only son and we've got two daughters and so I was trying to you know, help him mature quickly and all of that. So at 16, I told him, okay, when you're 18, I'm kicking you out of the house. Uh, until then, you need to start paying a little rent, learn some responsibility, and so on. And there's, there's God stories behind how he ended up with his first car um, and me paying for it when I told God, no, God needed it. <laughs> Nathan needed to pay for it. God said, I didn't ask Nathan to pay for it. 
Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so as they were looking to get married uh, and had announced that the summer before they were getting married, November 3rd, um, I was, we were actually there with you and Linda Rich there in Colorado and uh, had some of my uh, C12 members up there at a retreat with you guys. And uh, as we were, as we were going into the weekend, you said, well, everybody, before we get started, let's just pause and write down things that are concerning you, things that are on your heart and mind and, and pressures or whatever's uh, of concern to you right now. And I'm sitting there thinking, life's actually really good at this moment. And then Christina's real estate business was booming. My C12 practice was healthy. Um, you know, every everything was good. And then I had this thought, I was like, well, except um, Nathan hasn't figured out what he's gonna do for an apartment in a few months. And um, I really, I really don't, you know, to be a good dad, I've got to kick him out. And, you know, so if he's old enough to get married, he's old enough to get an apartment and or a house or something. And so I've just, I'm kind of having that thought and literally out of the blue, I've never heard you share this before or since, but out of the blue, you, um, you just stopped and you, I'm not even sure how you started the story, but I hear you saying, you know, when Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you, it was a Jewish custom that the groom would go to right. his dad's house and prepare a room or a place for him and would live with the parents, you know, for a season mm -hmm, until mm -hmm. they, they got their own place. And, and I had literally just prayed, well, God, what do you have to say about Nathan getting his own place? <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking God's going to say, like, think about, you know, and, uh, and hear, hear the story. And so I'm like, that was a that really means, quick answer. That was a really quick answer to that, <laughs> that thought. I hadn't even written, finished writing it out yet. And uh, I was like, well, I guess God wants me to, uh, you know, offer to let him stay if that's what it takes. And, but he really I, wasn't trying to commit to that yet. He was like, I'm playing with an idea. He tells me <laughs> an idea that this is the scripture that Rich sent. And so I'm thinking about this and I'm already going, you know, this is God's <laughs> got you already and said this already. So, so I'll I, leave it I, was, I was still wrestling with it, so but, go to point but it, uh, it really, it caught me off guard and I knew God was speaking. I just didn't want to hear what he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> and so three weeks later, we were, we were with everybody in Croatia and um, our planes delayed. And so we we catch uh, a ride with our driver and he's taken us 45 minutes to meet up with the rest of y'all. And we're talking and just, you know, why are the roofs all the same color and how long you lived in the area and all this cultural kind of stuff. stuff, cultural stuff. Mm -hmm. And out of the blue, I mean, we're literally talking, I think, why are all the roofs the same color? And he stops and he goes, you Americans, when your kids, especially your sons, turn 18, you, you want to kick them out of the house, you know, mm. and here we have a culture that he goes that my parents, I built on a, a room onto my parents' house and that's where I took my bride and we're very family oriented and, and like twice in three weeks. And they still live there. <laughs> you know, the, they, uh, Rich didn't know this was on my heart and surely this Croatian driver <laughs> didn't know. Did that. not know. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> And so I, that was a done deal. So I went back and, and really the Lord did a big change in my heart. Mm. And so I went back to Nathan and Kimry and at first with Nathan and I said, here's what's going on. And then I, I talked to both of them and said, you know, this is what God did in my heart. And 
you guys, uh, if you get a place before you get married, great. If not, you're welcome to stay with us for a season. And we've been blessed with a large home. And so they they stayed with us for a couple months after getting married. They they lived upstairs and we were downstairs. And it was it was actually cool because God had, had changed my heart on it. Mm. And so as they they had their their hearts on an apartment that was brand new. And so they had been following these apartments being built, driving by the office once a week to see if there was anybody there, calling the numbers, you know, leaving messages, doing everything they needed to do to be the first people to get these apartments. And they had a view of downtown, you know, probably mm. 10, 13 miles north of downtown, but a nice view, um, brand new style that they liked. And so the time came for the, them to start taking pre-leasing. They went and did all their paperwork and they get a call about two weeks before the wedding and said, your apartment's ready. I'm like, well, this has got to be God. I didn't have to wait till they move out, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so they get, a, they're all excited. They get over there and they had asked, they've been believing God for a two bedroom uh, or two rooms, you know, um, and, and a nice, nice space and all this kind of stuff. So they uh, they get over there and, and they said, yeah, here's the here's the apartment for you. you can move in like this week or next. Um, it's here on the back of the property facing the dumpster and it's a one bedroom, you know, and they're like, this mm. is at all what was on our list of, you know, we're we're going to have to pass. And they said, well, we don't know when the next one's going to be available, maybe end of November, December. We're not sure. And so they said, well, we'd rather wait. Anyway, long story, this drags on for several months. They finally say, okay, the building's opening that has the two bedrooms in it that's facing downtown. Um, everything's everything's moving along. We need you to fill out some paperwork. And then they go silent. And long, over several weeks, they come back and they say, I'm sorry, um, it's not going to work out. That's basically what it boiled down to. So everybody was super disappointed and um we had we had been saying you know god always god god always has our best interest at heart you know one of the mm -hmm. things we talk about in the retreats he's he's always got our best interest at heart and so i told him when they got the news something along the lines of well if this was he knows your heart's desire he's either going to give you equal or better mm -hmm. but he's not going to give you less and so if this was supposed to be your apartment and quote, the devil stole it from you, God's going to give you something better. Right. If, or God may have had something better all along and just you guys mm -hmm. were fixated on this one. And um, so anyway, we just prayed and we said, well, God, we know you got something better. Let's, and we're going to trust you for it. Well, there was this, uh, at the same intersection on the south side of the road, they were, the first apartment was on the north side of the road. They find these, they look at several places. They end up at this apartment um, and it has things that were desires of their heart that they'd not even said out loud before. Um, mm. For example, Kimry really wanted higher ceilings. Well, most apartments are eight or nine foot at the yeah, most. Yeah. The apartment they've got is vaulted because it has a loft and it's on the top floor. So at one point the ceiling's probably 14 plus feet. Mm -hmm. So you walk into this apartment with this massive open yep. feeling to it. Um, it's got a loft where Nathan could put his office, um, nice bedroom larger than most. 
uh, big sunroom and living space. And anyway, several people of their friends that have visited there have just been like, oh my goodness, this is a nice apartment. But yet it had all those little things they hadn't even said out loud. And I believe they seem to be a lot happier uh, mm. with this choice than they might have even been with the other one. Mm. And certainly um, certainly God, God was in it. And it just, everybody had peace. The other one started mm-hmm. getting clunky and like it was hard. And it was, oh, we, we forgot to have you fill out this paperwork. Can you come in Saturday? Then they, you know, okay, is there anything else? No. Then a Wednesday, oh, mm-hmm. there's this form. And then a, uh, anything else? No. Oh, Saturday. Oh, there is this other form. And it just got really cumbersome. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and everybody's like, you know, we don't even have peace about this anymore. And, um, and then this other deal opened up and it was super smooth, super easy. Um, they actually, they actually went in unknown to Nathan or Kimry went in completely repainted the apartment, put in brand new carpet, had just put in new appliances not long ago, redone the cabinets, you know, and it was all in the colors that Kimry likes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's perfect. I Uh, love it. Yeah, it was great. And so then they, they, they get the new apartment. They're super excited about that. We're going on a little we're coming to Colorado oh, for um, the C12 current and then the the retreats and all the stuff that we did that two weeks. And so they signed the deal on the apartment at like 4.30 on Tuesday, get the keys. At 4.30 on Wednesday, Kimry's at the doctor's office where she'd been working for a couple, few months. And the doctor calls her in and says, um, a former employee that's got way more training and experience than you wants her job back, so I'm letting her have it. And releasing you and releasing her. Mm-hmm. And Nathan calls me. He goes, "Well, that's the 24 hours from the time I signed for. If I'd known this, and I was like, I wouldn't oh. have signed." I said, "Nathan, I totally get it. Yeah. I, I totally mm-hmm. understand what you're wrestling with right now. But I promise you, if you can keep a good attitude through this and trust God, He's got something better. Mm-hmm. And something's up. And so, and by the way, I just you know just so that we uh, have everybody understand something is that. Um, uh, what he said was probably accurate. Is that oh, sure. if I'd have known this, I certainly would have act done this or not done this, you know. And God right. said, God said, yeah, that's why I didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 so now, 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 because of it, trust, like you're saying, trust me. Yeah. This is all part of the process, and I needed you to sign that ahead of this news. Mm-hmm. Particularly if <laughs> when it's a, just a day later, because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. you, yeah, you're thinking, oh my gosh, if I'd have just known this a day earlier, uh, I would have done X. And God said, yeah, I know. That's why I didn't tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. a good point, Rich. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I tell Nathan, I said, look, I don't. I, this, you know, I get it. Like, I get the emotions around this, but if we can just trust God, He's got something mm-hmm. better. He always does. And so that was on Wednesday at 4.30. Um, Friday morning, they fly out to meet us and yeah, you're right. they fly out to meet yeah, us. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You, you had that great weekend with them. Yeah. 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 So we had the weekend scheduled to be with them. Well, we were at Current with you guys and um, we're at the table. Well, I had stayed over that Friday morning to work the, the booth. Yeah. And Christina had come over during one of the breaks and was talking to the ladies at the booth next to us um, who were with GLN. And they get to talking, and, and uh, long story made short, they 
turns out they're looking for somebody like Nathan to be on their team. And, Christi and they said, yeah, before we get out of here, if you'd give us his name and number, we'd love to reach out and call him and, you know, text him or whatever. And um, so I can say that I can do one better. He's about to land in 20 minutes. <laughs> and so I, I said, if you don't leave, if you could just hold on for a little bit, I'll go get them from the airport. And so they're coming back, they're here, coming back here because they were going to see the Gaylord. And what was now, going now on by it. the way, how did how did that even come up? Uh, well, I was sitting there waiting and um, we were I was talking to the other GL, the other GLN lady. And I was like, so what does it take to be on your team? What is it? What does it look like? She says, well, when we go in the local areas, um, we we hire local talent. I was like, OK, that's that's, that's fair, you know. And I said, well, what about GLN team? Like, how do you become part of your team? And she says, oh, well, you know, da, da, da. and she's talking videographer editing and stuff. Yeah. I said, oh, I, our son does that. Uh, I said, yeah. that's what our son does. And so I'm sitting, I come closer to, <laughs> and we're chit chatting. And another lady comes up from behind the curtains and she's real quiet and she's standing there. And so this lady and I are having this conversation. And the, the lady I'm having a conversation with looks over to the lady that came out from behind the curtains and she says, do you hear what she's saying? And I said, <laughs> what's going on here? And she says, and the lady here is like, I've been praying for someone like that. And I said, well, um, and she says, give me his information. And I said, I'll do better than that. Let yeah. me go get him. Okay, good. So, that's good. That's yeah, awesome. That's how that, how that, tra I was like, wait, there's part of the story that I want to tell. Yeah. So, so she, uh, so she goes and gets uh, the family from the airport. We'd arranged for them to all arrive about the same time. And they all synced up in the airport, jumped in the car. Meanwhile, Christina has messaged Nathan on the plane, like, hey, you have an interview at GLN. <laughs> <laughs> and he does, it doesn't click with him who GLN is. I mean, there's 1,300 CEOs there. GLN could mean anything, you know? Well, right. for, I mean, it was GLS, and they've yeah. changed it to GLN. So in his mind, GLS is one thing, and GLN is something separate. Mm. So, so he still doesn't know who's interviewing, just somebody's interviewing him. And uh, so they come in, the family comes in, we introduce everybody. Uh, and current, you know, shutting down, and they're like, "Well, if you don't mind, can we just interview you right now?" Awesome. They took Kimry and him and, up behind and, the curtain and interviewed him, and spent about an hour interviewing the rest. You know how thin those curtains are, so our daughters are like, "Anyway, so we all, everybody was in a good mood about it. Nobody was upset about it. Everybody was excited. Uh, we actually helped them carry their stuff to their cars mm -hmm. and." That goodbye, and, which, by and the way, said, in that place is no easy task. So, no. <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> Fourteen miles one way. Right. Uh, so anyway, um, they said, "Well, Nathan, you know, just go on the website and fill out the application." So he goes to fill it out right there in front of her, and there's Thanks, there's nothing on okay, the website. Yeah. So he reaches out, and they're like, "Oh, uh, I thought HR took care of that." Well, let me. So he gets this. This starts this conversation. The, the lady reaches out to HR and said, hey, the job's not posted yet, but don't worry about it. We've already interviewed the guy we want to hire. We've already had the, the first <laughs> interview. If you could arrange a second interview and start the process uh, or continue the process, that'd be great. And so they arrange a second interview. That goes well. Um, and so then they go quiet. And so Nathan waits the right amount of time. And we're praying, mm. and everybody feels like this is a God thing, but you know we're still yeah. being patient. And we're trying not to speak anything that would be like, no, it's, it's just hold tight, just hold tight. Mm -hmm. Just let God do what He's got, got to do. And and so, 
a few days go by. So Nathan reaches out, says, hey, just following up, you know, um, and the, his now boss, future boss, um, texts him back and says, oh, HR has decided they've won a third interview. Now, I grew up in corporate life, y'all. So when the boss doesn't know that there's another interview scheduled, that's never a good sign, at least in corporate life. And so my heart sinks. I'm like, oh, Jesus, this isn't a good sign. And then she follows up with the text. It's basically with, and my words, not hers, a competing department. And I'm like, oh, no, this is really not good. And it's a team interview. Well, I don't say anything to Christina or Nathan, but I'm like, this is this is going downhill quickly. Um, so I'm, I'm being positive and, and, and still that I'm praying harder now. And so he arranges the third interview. Well, the morning of the third interview, I'm driving between appointments and I call him. I'm like, hey, is it still a go? He said, yeah. I said, um, you want to practice for a few minutes? And so I ask him some questions and let him practice. And, and he goes, dad, I just remembered something. Um, last year at GLS was my fifth year at GLS, the Global Leadership Summit. And I remember during the summit thinking, man, I, he said, it came up out of my heart. I would love to be part of that team, talking about mm. the media team. And um, I remembered him saying it, but we had both forgotten it until that moment. And, he, and I said, Nathan, you've got to share that in the interview. He goes, no, nah, you think so? And I said, no, you've got to share it in the interview. So find a place, get it in the interview. So third interviews go on team interview. They get to the end and a lady on the call goes, so why do you think you should be part of this team? And he said, well, 10 months ago, I was at GLS, my fifth time in, you know, five years in a row. And I, this just came up out of my heart that I really want to be part of that team. I would love to be part of that team. And, and she gets quiet for a second. The whole, the whole room gets quiet and, and she goes, well, isn't God good? <laughs> and and like one of the guys on the call says, "Did you tell names the name your future boss this?" And he goes, "No." So none of the, your interviews, you didn't tell HR. You haven't told anybody this. He goes, "No, I completely forgot it until just now, last you know the last few hours." And um, the guy goes, "Well, apparently God made this position for you." So uh, <laughs> we find out later. They hang up, call HR, and tell them hire the guy. Um, so anyway, he started last Monday, flew up to Chicago. It's a remote job and uh, basically a dream job. It's the benefits are crazy good. The pays way beyond what he imagined. Um, and I don't think they would mind me sharing, but the pay is good enough that Camry didn't have to run out and just take any old job. Oh, She's yeah. trusting God now on her own. For, yeah. That's for, awesome. I love that. Yeah. Where is so she, is she, uh, uh, in a nasty knock mode for herself in terms of looking for something. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yep. So she's trusting God now. Uh, she's actually started uh, writing down some of the desires of her heart. Yep. And, yep. You know, different, like very different paths that could happen and then going to God like, okay, if I were going to go this direction, if I were going to go this direction or so she's testing those out now. And, and seeking God to, to see kind of which way he leads. That'll be fun to uh, have you come back on and share uh, how God led her to her grand place, you know, yeah. right. particularly now that she doesn't have the pressure at the moment, uh, which right. is, which just would be really fun to, uh, so, 
Yeah, and don't you love seeing, like I love hearing about these young couples thinking about them just starting off their marriage here and just the faith bank that God is already building in them. So, you know, for, for her to get to witness how God moved in this situation for her now husband, and and then her like okay i can take that step too i i can trust god with this and go through the process and it's just gonna snowball you know as they continue to step and god continues to be faithful and their faith grows and their friends will witness it and their faith will grow and it's just such a beautiful thing i love seeing that at these young ages i think you know rich hears me say that all the time i love watching that with my kids with his grandkids with you know just this this next generation taking this and running with it as their faith is just exploding it's fun to see yeah and you're sharing you're sharing is uh it's uh you know exciting when we talk about the supernatural is that it's step by step mm-hmm. and every little thing that you described you know is a supernatural thing you know like christina just having a conversation <laughs> Oh, by the way, right. uh, he's coming. I can, how about now? <laughs> Even the placement of the booth. Think yeah. About where she oh, was. Yeah. So the placement exactly. of the booth, the very fact that out of all those vendors, this is where she was. That's right. That's you right. Know? And then, Joel, you uh, listening and having the sensitivity of the spirit of, well, you should share that, um, that God used you to say, son, this is an important piece mm-hmm. of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. You know, follow through on it. So supernatural is you know we tend to we tend to hear only the end of the story mm-hmm. yeah he prayed and got a great job yeah uh, okay that's cool but <laughs> the supernatural stuff is actually all along the way mm-hmm. um uh, bringing it together so we really thank you for sharing and uh we look forward to we're gonna have him on again next week because uh, we'd love we know that you have you uh, we probably could have you on for about, about 10 sessions and talk about <laughs> about all your uh, supernatural, but we'd love to the next uh, session to have you share a little bit more because I know there's some things going on in your life and mm-hmm. people around your life, uh, just like with your, your son and his wife. You know what? Uh, we just can't express enough the thrill mm-hmm. that yeah. that brings us uh, yeah. to know that God's at work. You get to be a part of it and shepherd them into that, which is kind of cool. And that's why I'm excited about her. You know, if you if you if she allows you to help guide them, uh, not you're going to tell them what to do, but you're going to be a conduit of the Holy Spirit to guide her to her very very best opportunity that's that's coming up. You know, and it'll be fun for you to process and uh, help her not accept what I call mediocrity. Uh, that's right. So that'll be fun. So we thank you for that. So Father, we thank you for. Uh, Joel and Christina and their excitement uh, and what a great expression of life just to follow you uh, all the way through uh, for their place, for their residence, for their job, for what's coming up next. Uh, this is supernatural life. This is life abundant and we're thrilled to be part of it. Uh, thank you for their testimony and we lift it up. Look forward to more in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Joel and Christina, and thank you for joining us listeners. Be sure to tune in next week and hear some more from them because God is doing some beautiful things in their lives. So have a great afternoon. We'll see you next time. See you soon. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.